Welcome to the Bow Hunter Podcast, your home for all things bow hunting related. Now, here's your host, Jan Segato. Welcome to the Bow Hunter Podcast, where we sit down with people from all across the United States and talk about hunting and all things bow hunting. This is episode six, and at the time of the release, we have about two and a half months before Illinois whitetail deer season starts. Before we get started, uh, there's a couple things I want to talk about. Number one is the digital campfire. In the beginning of the last couple episodes, you may have heard about the digital campfire, or you may have heard about it in the episode I did with Colin Cottrell. The digital campfire is a place for hunters to come together. It's not your typical social media engagement. It's more along the lines of real engagement with real people, and a lot of times it's in real time. What I mean by real time is one of the best things about the digital campfire is our weekly video call. Um, during this call, we typically have between maybe 12 and 18 people in a live video chat on Wednesday nights. It lasts about an hour and a half on average. Um, it's really neat to get a lot of unique perspectives about different things. And we talk about everything on there from you know, what type of gear we use all the way down to the socks. And we talk about, um, different tactics and, you know, a lot of people, they may have a decision that they need to make on their land management. So they ask the group and the group typically gives pretty honest feedback. And that's the best thing about this group is that it's genuine. You've got people with, from all walks of life, from all areas of the United States at this point, and I'm sure eventually we'll have people from all over the world. And it's just really neat to be a part of something and to help it grow and to watch it grow. And if you're interested in learning more about the digital campfire, reach out to me. You can do that through the website, bowhunter.com, B-W-H-N-T-R.com. Just click contact at the top there. Or you can reach out to me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you like. I'll give you a little bit more information on the digital campfire. And, you know, maybe I can bring you in on one of our weekly live calls to let you kind of experience that firsthand. If you do decide to sign up with the digital campfire, use the code BWHNTR. When you do that, I'll send you a free bow hunter decal. All you got to do is use the code BWHNTR and I'll send you a decal. And another thing you'll be doing is helping support this podcast. In today's episode, you're going to hear from Cliff Cadet. Cliff is an aspiring bow hunter from New York City. At the time of this recording, Cliff was involved in a weekly live show called Journey to the Hunt. Since that has ended for Cliff, he now is doing a weekly live show called When the Hunt Calls. So during the show, you'll hear references of Journey to the Hunt with Alan Yates. Alan is still running Journey to the Hunt, and hopefully soon we can have him on the show to talk about that. I appreciate you being on the show, Cliff. Uh, thanks for making time to come and sit down and talk to me. Uh, so tell everybody about yourself and kind of what you're doing at this point. All right. What's going on, everyone? Uh, my name is Cliff. Um, I am a New Yorker, born and raised, born and raised in Brooklyn, currently residing in Queens. And um, I am an aspiring bow hunter. That's great, man. I mean, it's always exciting to sit down with people that have never actually got a chance to uh, harvest an animal or even attempt to. We always meet people and 
typically if I ask someone, do you hunt? The answer is usually yes or no. So it's very unique that I get to talk to you uh, while you're making this transition in life to actually start hunting. Um, so what actually happened or is there a short story about what kind of got you motivated to become a hunter? Um, so I purchased my first and actually only bow, um, a little less than two years ago. This July will make two years since I've um, owned, owned the bow. Um, prior to that, I had been to a range, you know, maybe two or three times and, um, just, you know, loved it. It reignited what was a childhood fantasy for me. Um, you know, as a kid, I was into, um, a lot of, you know, Robin Hood stuff, um, you know, the movie, uh, you know, Robin, the adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn. Then there was a Robin Hood Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It was just a little bit of a, a fantasy for me. Um, but unfortunately, archery um, or neither archery nor hunting was necessarily something that I knew anything about. Archery wasn't necessarily a sport available to me as a kid. Um, so, you know, didn't really think anything about it. Now, fast forward to 2017, my cousin had taken up archery with his daughter as an activity for the two of them to, you know, take part in together. Um, and I happened to be going to a big box store with him so he could pick up some, some accessory for his bow that he had purchased and, um, was in there with him. Um, and was just like, you know what, pulled the trigger on it and picked up my bow, picked up my first one. Um, and I, I shot a little bit at a range, you know, for late during late 2017, um throughout 2018 i didn't shoot uh i barely you know took my bow out shot at all just sat there in a, in a case in the closet yeah, but then happens. um yeah but then, but then uh winter of 2018 i made a, a conscious effort to get out to the range consistently like you know once a week um i uh invested in a new site switched up from a four pin to a one pin uh, my wife got me a one pin site for christmas then um then in january i purchased my own target and was just you know in the cold just shooting out in the drive of my mother-in-law's house um and then something something kind of clicked you know looking uh you know at everybody's pictures and social media and stuff like that um kind of felt a little bit of um you know a calling like something to be like you know this is this is something you can do this is something you know you want to do, you know what I'm saying? And that's not oh, me. Yeah. That's yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that wasn't like an hour. It's, it was kind of one of those, um, if you build it, he would come type of voices, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Uh, Whenever yeah. you, uh, get on social media and start watching some of these guys that, uh, hunt frequently and you know, those guys that are blessed to be able to do it full time, that's awesome. But it's really motivating to, uh, push us guys. Like I'm, I'm just like you, I work 40 plus hours a week and uh this is my passion though and i think it's important that people do things outside of work you know a lot of people focus their energy and time on on their career and at the end of the day this is something that we can do with our friends we can do it with our families and and it actually has a lot of benefits and um you know you mentioned not not shooting your bow much in 2018 and that's a slump that it's very easy to find yourself in um, mm-hmm. I've, I've done it time and time again. And really, um, it's, it's kind of like you, you mentioned your wife, uh, bought you a new site, little things like that can kind of jumpstart that, that process again and be like, Oh, I really want to try this new 
whether it's an attachment or a target or um, or whether you just have a goal in the future, if you have something that kind of pushes you to get back out there and start slinging arrows, uh, it definitely helps. One thing that I just thought about was you're located right in New York City, you know. Um, so how has that been a challenge as far as you thinking about going out and finding some public land or maybe you have access to private in the area? Um, how do you how do you plan on overcoming that? Well, um, the biggest challenge for me, um, more personally than anything, is that the the calling for me has been kind of like to get outdoors. Because I, as all right, so I'm a delivery driver for UPS, right? Mm-hmm. I'm out all day, you know, uh, braving the elements, hot, cold, rain, whatever it is. Um, so that's not that's nothing new to me. Um, but the the calling is more for to get out into the the wild per se, you know what I'm saying? Right. Get out into the woods somewhere um, where there isn't, you know, all the hustle and bustle of the city. Um, so it's kind of been frustrating a little bit because that's not necessarily anything close to me. Um, so I've been kind of dealing with, uh, you know, the range time that I'm getting in is either an indoor range or I was lucky enough, um, you know, one of the customers on my route um, has warehouse space. So I'm able to, I, I leave my, my bow and my target there and I, at the, you know, warehouse space and, and I shoot, you know, every day during lunch. Um, wow. That's actually so, pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, I'm lucky enough to do that, but I feel like I'm only, I'm only getting half of the experience, you know what I'm saying? So right. while I am getting the shooting time in, I'm not getting the outside time. Well, I technically, I am getting the outside time. I'm getting fresh air all day. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not getting out into the woods, getting I'm not getting an opportunity to be, you know, out in nature, per se. Yeah, no, I totally understand. I'm sure that's a huge uh, obstacle uh, that's kind of there for you. Um, I I went to New York City, I think it was about three years ago. and I love the city, but I wouldn't trade it for the fact that I can walk out my back door and experience nature to its fullest. And uh, so I feel you for that. So you've been shooting your bow. Uh, I saw recently that you went to a hunter safety course. That way you can hunt this fall. Um, what other steps are you planning on taking in the meantime before it's actually time to go out there and attempt to harvest an animal? Well, in, in New York State, not only is the hunter safety required, but also a bow hunter safety course is required. Okay. So um, so I still got to take that. And um, what's difficult is it's not offered a lot. Um, and it's funny because it was a discussion I had this past, uh, last weekend with the instructors from the hunter safety. It was that um, there, I don't know about any other city or state, but these guys, um, these instructors volunteer their time to yeah. run these, um, to run these courses and they get no support from the state for it or anything like that in terms of finding um, a location, you know, a classroom or anything like that. So literally these instructors held this class in, um, uh like a shed kind of mm-hmm. like a, of a picnic area um at a state park so um it was kind of cool because it was a state park i'd never been to that's a, just a little um a little under an hour away from my home so i so the cool thing about attending that class was i got exposed to a new park state park um and you know got to look around and stuff like that but i also learned you know, what some of the difficulties are, you know, in obtaining, you know, the hunter safety, bow hunter uh, safety course. So 
to kind of, you know, go back to what you were saying, I've still got to take the ball hunting safety course. Once that's done, then I'll be uh, eligible to get my, you know, hunting license and my ball hunting license. And um, that's pretty much it. It's just getting the range time in, doing the studying I need to do, um, been reading a lot, um, just learning as much as possible about the sport. Um, but I know it's more, for lack of a better term, it's more on-the-job training that's required right. when it comes to hunting. You could do all the reading, you could do all the prepping, but nothing's going to get you the experience as uh, you know as you need as getting out there in the woods. Yeah, I totally understand. Um, I love to read and uh, do research myself, but there's nothing like spending that time in the woods and actually getting to experience it firsthand. Um, so having people in your corner to really help you uh, is a big deal, especially when it comes to hunting. People with experience, even if it's just somebody going through the same experience that you're going through. You've been doing a video series called Journey to the Hunt. Could you tell me about that? Yeah, so um, Journey to Hunt is a six-part series that um, I partnered with um, a gentleman by the name of Alan Yates from Chicago. Um, after maybe a couple of weeks or a month of being, you know, on social media, he and I kind of linked up, and we had so much in common. We're we're two guys, um, you know, husband, fathers, um, and we're both from big cities, and we're aspiring bow hunters. Um, you know, so he, he had really wanted to collaborate and I was just like, you know what, I'm down for it. So, um, we, we decided what we would do is come up with this series where we could, you know, share our own experiences as we're going through them. So every week during this six part series, um, we're literally going through, you know, sharing our story. Like, let me put it. This way. Week one, for example, we shared our stories of, of why bow hunting. You know, saying like what what made us, what attracted us to bow hunting as opposed to firearms, right. hunting with firearms. Um, and then week two, which uh just passed, um, we were discussing our bow buying experiences, you know what I'm saying? Our our first time buying a bow, because we both had two totally different experiences. Him buying his bow at a bow shop and me buying my bow at a big box store. So and then we went into um what we felt knowing what we know now, what we would what we would look for in purchasing our first bow now. You know what I'm saying? No, you know, oh, yeah. hindsight being 2020. So I think things like that, um, you know, uh, new time, new hunters or, uh, people who are interested in hunting and don't necessarily know how to go about it. If they get a chance to, you know, to log on, watch and listen, um, they could really learn a couple of things. If any, more than anything else, uh, learn from our mistakes, you know, maybe learn what not to do, you know, saying when it comes to certain things. Right. And I think that's the kind of biggest struggle with people that are getting into hunting is going from, following people on social media or watching hunting videos and you see these guys and they've got plenty of tactics and tips to show you, but they didn't actually take the time to show what got them into that position. And I know a lot of them, uh, grew up in it. So that story is just, well, dad showed me, but for people like you and I, because I just started bow hunting about five years ago, um, there's a process, you know, there's a learning process and it's not just learning how to hunt, but it's learning how to 
uh, make the decisions on what I'm going to use to hunt or the proper tools to use. Uh, how am I going to use these tools? And it's, it doesn't stop with a bow. You know, it goes to the arrows. It goes to um, scent control, uh, attractants, methods and tactics of hunting. And we can see these guys and their setups. But at the end of the day, we're going to have to do this for ourselves, And we're going to have to experience it firsthand. And we're going to have to make the mistakes, like you said, because that's where we learn. And Ooh. so that's that's probably the most important thing is just getting out there and doing it. Um, and, and even for you, just getting out there, you're shooting your bow. Um, and so you're learning a lot there. And even though you don't get to go actually experience, uh, the vast outdoors or, you know, nature in like a w- more rural area, you're still getting that target time. And when you do finally get to go and you do finally get to release an arrow, you've got a lot of training and experience as far as, uh, just handling your bow. I'd like to take a quick moment to thank Pacific Bow Butts Targets for sponsoring this episode. Pacific Bow Butts Target Systems is a leading manufacturer of the highest quality archery targets and archery backstops. Highest quality referring to overwhelming durability that points towards significant savings in maintenance, time, and initial expense. I've personally been shooting the Behemoth Target. These targets are made to last through many years of shooting them with any bow and any arrow combination. Broadheads, field points, compound bows, or crossbows makes no difference. Each target is manufactured from their new age, flex cell, self-healing foam. The foam cells flex in lieu of tearing when arrows penetrate and flex back with arrow removal for self-healing. They also feature excellent tensile strength for superior stopping power. Give it a shot, you'll love it. Just head on over to PacificBowButts.com and check out their wide variety of targets. Also, take 10% off of any item on their website by simply using the discount code BWHNTR at checkout. Now back to the show. Just touching on um, the, the that Mediator article that, that I dropped last week, a week ago. Um, I touched on it earlier this week. Um, and... Basically, what the meat eater article was talking about was whether or not the sport of hunting was too white. Um, yeah, I caught and that. It, yeah, so now while um, it kind of struck a chord with or struck a nerve with, with some guys, what was pretty awesome about the interaction with the guys that I had on um, Instagram, everyone kept it respectful, you know what I'm saying? And, and which is kind of difficult in these times where what tends to happen sometimes on social media is anytime you're dealing with um, a hotbed issue, like, uh, something dealing with race, um, you know, civility tends to go out the window. Right. So w- what was awesome was that, uh, the interaction with the guys I had online was, um, was awesome because it was really respectful. Um, and, uh, I guess one of the things I want to touch on, um, and after hearing this, one of the things I put out a challenge, um, to some people on Instagram, to anyone willing to listen is, um, is at the end of the day, what I guess the article was trying to talk about was just that that the the number of hunters within the hunting community is uh, is going down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. And and what is asking, I guess, people to do, or even what like the challenge I had put out was asking, you know, hunters or anyone you know who participates in outdoor activities regularly, you know, step outside maybe your social norms. You know what I'm saying? Um. Chances are you're going to have to do it through social media, 
you know what I'm saying? But, um, right. you know, talk to someone you normally don't talk to about hunting or who might be potentially, potentially interested in going hiking per se, not even hunting, let hiking be the initial conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or mount, or mountain biking to some place, an activity that would get somebody outdoors that normally doesn't have access to the outdoors, but you could possibly be that conduit for that. You know what I'm saying? The conduit for someone new falling in love with outdoor activities. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it, it, it's not necessarily um, about, you know, uh, like I could care less about race. You know what I'm saying? I'm just caring about a sport that I'm trying to come into um, having longevity. You know what I'm saying? No, so that I completely way, understand. And I think, you know I think uh, you nailed it with just talking about getting people outside, outdoors, and experiencing that those things together because it's too often we find ourselves behind our, our screens um, interacting and it's a lot easier to give an opinion or give our insights on something whenever we can key it up, hit send and wash it, wash our hands with it. So mm -hmm. when you can get that one-on-one -on -one, or even if it's a group of people uh, interaction and especially if it has to do with hunting or the outdoors or anything in that nature, I think it's important. And, you know, these things don't discriminate, you know, this is for everybody. And I think that's what, um, everyone should know is hunting is literally for anyone. I've seen people without arms hunt and it's, Agreed. it's, <laughs> it's just incredible. You know, it's an incredible thing. Um, you can use it as a sport, you know, if you want to look at it from that perspective, I, I look at it from many perspectives, you know, it's a sport for me. It's therapy for me, you know, um, just going out, uh, alone, experiencing mother nature. I love to wake up with the woods and not only that, but the times I am successful, I'm bringing food home and there you go. That's what it's about. And I love to share these experiences with others. I love to go on group hunts. I love to hunt with my buddies um, and, and now that I'm doing the podcast, I love to share my experiences and hear the experiences of others because no two experiences are alike. And I think that's important. Um, if there's anything you can take away from this conversation, it's just to get out there and do it. And it doesn't have to be hunting. Whatever you think you can't do, go try because more than likely you can do it. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, man, I really appreciate you being on the show. Um, I wish Thanks you the best. Me. Yeah, no problem. I, I wish you the best of luck going into this 2019 deer season. Um, if there's any way I can, I'll reach out to some people I know, maybe up in your area and try to put a bird in their ear and see if we can get you a place to hunt. No promises, but, uh, I think <laughs> no, it'd be really cool to help you that. in that aspect. So where can we find you online? All right. You can, um, Find me online mainly through uh, Instagram at Urban Archery NYC. I'm also on Twitter, same thing at Urban Archery NYC, and I've got a Facebook page, Urban Archery NYC, um, and I'm also on YouTube. I've only posted two um, videos on YouTube because, um, as I found out the hard way, it is really difficult to come up with videos content for youtube unless you've really got like uh some production equipment and staff at your disposal oh yeah um you know what i'm saying so, i mean podcasting it, isn't much different you know it's hard to 
I'm a one man show and I've got to market it. I've got to come up with the ideas and then I got to find people that have are experienced in these ideas to talk to them about it. And then not only that, but I got to produce it on the back end. So, um, it's, it's definitely, uh, I wouldn't call it a struggle, but it's definitely, I got my work cut out for me, if that makes sense. No, but you're doing awesome, brother. I, I, I really liked your, your initial podcast there, the first guest I had listened in on that. Um, and I had fun with it. So I appreciate what, what you and guys like yourself do. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because I've learned, let, let me put it this way prior to, um, you know, realizing that I wanted to hunt, I had never listened to a podcast in my life. Now I like, I listen to, to them all day long, all weekend long. So I learn a lot. Like one of the things I think I, the biggest things I picked up from, uh, podcasts, any podcast I've listened to is, um, the understanding of hunting terminology, right? because I, I've, I've read it, I've read it on different websites, stuff like that, but hearing it actually used in conversation makes a huge difference makes a huge oh difference. yeah i mean if you if you not if you're not familiar with it you can get lost pretty quickly and not only that but i think everybody uses it kind of a little bit differently too and i try to avoid mm-hmm. that as much as possible <clears throat> excuse me especially on here because i just want it to be for you know everyone i don't want to speak too much lingo to where people get lost and but uh yeah so like i said man i appreciate having you on i look forward to you know kind of collaborating with you in the future and you know, this, this fall and winter, let's get together and talk about where you're at. Understood. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. All right, Cliff. Have a good weekend, man. You too, brother. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe. For more information and show notes, head on over to BWHNTR.com.